This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are joined now by a guy who I personally love because I've got some connections to him. Uh, but also I've just got, I think we've all got connections to his music. Mr. David Nail, who's going to be at Joe's on Weed Street this Saturday night. David, dude, first of all, thank you for taking the time to join us. And second of all, uh, how are you? What, what are you up to right now, man? Man, just uh, got my baby in the car. I'm Aww. pulling a uh, daddy duty, so okay. I'm hoping she's got about a few minutes of quiet in her while I step <laughs> oh. outside the car and talk to you all. Oh, well, you scared me you. at first when you said daddy duty. Daddy, yeah, I was oh. thinking diaper, the oh. duty and the diaper. <laughs> no. Different kind we of hadn't duty. Had that. We hadn't had that yet today. It's coming. <laughs> it's a matter of time. Uh, uh, well, David, my wife's at the beach. My wife's at the oh. beach, so I've been uh, – this is the longest that I've had had uh, been in charge of all three kids. It's been – Today's the third day, so oh, man. she gets back late late tonight. So I'm I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. I, I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, As right. you should. Yeah. I always hear that two people can manage, and once you add the third one, it turns into pure chaos. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because then you're true? outnumbered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last couple of days have been fairly, um, I guess, uh, drama-free. And then this morning, I think they, they didn't want me to go, you know, Empty-handed, so it was it was kind of dramatic from each one of them at different times. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> well, David, you and I uh, have a uh, have a mutual friend. Uh, okay, a guy by the name of uh, Brent Doherty. Oh wow! How about that? Yeah, so Brent I, knows everybody. There's a reason why they call him the mayor, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> so yeah, I used to I used to work at the zone way back in the day, and uh, and then yeah, Brent's been a friend, and uh, you know, uh, through for a number of years. And I know you used to hop on three HL with them all the time, right? Yeah, you know when they uh, back before, I guess they got so popular that they could pretty much have whoever they wanted <laughs> to come a guest. I was kind of the the token person. Whenever they needed somebody, they would call and um, and I would pretend like I knew a lot about sports. That, actually, you know, to be honest with you, that was always a always a dream of mine. And people ask, you know, that's kind of like the number one question you get. If you weren't singing, what would you be doing? And and that was, you know, I think my love of sports, but also from my time all the times I spent in, in radio stations, um, it was always super enjoyable. Just the, the fact of sitting behind that microphone and knowing there's so many people out there that you can't see listening to you. And, and, and there was just something fascinating about that. So, um, 
That's that's probably what I, I I guess attempt to be doing if I wasn't singing. Yeah, oh, wow. well, you that's are cool. you are a big sports fan, and I know this because you. And this is one of the reasons why you're my favorite country artist is because your favorite college football team is my alma mater, the Missouri Tigers. Well, God bless you, man. I was just uh, I was literally just literally just reading a, a article about a wide receiver that entered the transfer portal last night so Ooh, um a chance to come to today, columbia uh, well no it's a guy leaving missouri oh, of so, course yeah uh, okay he That's only had 200 yards so like okay. we're not the end of the world but <laughs> still any that such this is like the you know that's that's the new thing in college sports is I think I said that or read the other day there's like 5,000 kids in the transfer portal. So, like, the kids just, you know, you you can kind of um, go someplace if you don't like it. You don't like the campus. You don't like the coach or whatever. You just hop in the transfer portal and try something new. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's try this one. This is the other place on for size. I kind of did the same thing trying to find a college that would pass me in college algebra. <laughs> And I went through four of them. David. Uh, so you went, I through, went the... through I went through I went through four of them and never found one. So I, I, I decided to finally move decided to finally move to Nashville and be a country music singer. Oh, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, at least you found your calling. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. You know, there's probably some people that would debate that, but oh, um, come on. I've always I always felt like this is um you know, the good Lord blessed me with a couple of talents, and this was, I think, one of them. And there's been several moments over the course of my life where I've, you know, been very stubborn, and he's had to, you know, kind of bang me over the head and say, listen, son, like, this is what you're supposed to do, and kind of open some doors for me. But, um, you know, I, I've I've been very blessed. This is really since I was probably about 16 or 17 years old, this is really all I've ever wanted to do. And still blows my mind that you know at that age i decided it was something that i could do you know because i was very naive yeah. very naive kid growing up in a small town but um you know i've been blessed to have had some op- some doors open um when i least expected expected them to and um you know just been very very lucky and had some big breaks and um just blessed to have been in the business as long as I have. You know, speaking of doors opening for you and people who recognized your talents, uh, you've been playing at Joe's on Weed Street a few times. And as a matter of fact, you're playing this coming Saturday. Yes. So you know wait. the Yeah, you know the owner at Joe's, and he's the one that started Windy City Smokeout, and you played the very first one. Is that right? I did. You know, it's, it's funny. The first time I ever played there, I did a benefit for Greg Olson, who was a tight end in the NFL, played for the Bears for a while. And it, it was totally a favor. I had no business playing there. Um, Ed, Ed, Ed threw me a bone. And um, it was actually, I was up in town. It was the week before I got married. So it was kind of my bachelor party. And we all kind of went to Chicago and um, for three or four days. And, and that was the first night. And I had been there a couple times as a visitor and a spectator, and um, you know, you just—I remember hearing everybody talk about it. I mean, for the longest time, there were so many artists who kind of got to a point where they, you know, maybe had graduated to like the Chicago Theater or somewhere else, a little bit bigger, and but they kept wanting to come back and play Joe's because of the way they were treated and just the environment. And there's just something special about it, you know. I, yeah. I, I've taken so many people in there. 
where they walk in and they've heard so much about it and they walk in and they go, so like, what is it? You know? And I'm like, well, it's kind of hard to explain at three o'clock in the afternoon while everybody's in there watching football. But at 10 o'clock, if you come back, you'll, you'll definitely recognize it. It's just, there's just something about it. And, um, it was one of those places that I, you know, dreamed about playing and until I was able to, you know, I think we, you know, probably put a couple hundred people in there the second time and it just kind of continued to grow. And, um, you know, that's a testament to Ed. That's a testament to Ed and everybody there. Yeah. Um, for taking a chance on, you know, artists that, you know, like I said, really have no business playing there in the first place, but he kind of, he kind of invests in them. And then, you know, I think he definitely gets it on the backside when, when artists, you know, establish that relationship and want to continue playing when maybe, like I said, you know, I can remember Miranda Lambert would play there two or three times in a row, you know, two or three nights because uh, she, she'd she rather play that specific place in Chicago rather than someplace new, you know, for sure. one night. Of yeah, course, right, of right. course. Well, and Ed is great about that. He's well known in Chicago. Joe's on <laughs> Weed Street's been around for a really long time. I've been there myself many, 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 many times seeing shows. And, uh, and I just love that you develop that relationship with him and you get to come back to Chicago, in fact, this Saturday to play. Well, we're excited. You know, this is one of those I always tell people, you you try to treat every show um, the same. You know, you tell yourself, like, hey, it's just, you know, just like any other show. And, you you know, everybody deserves your best effort. And But, you know, let's be real. Some, some have a special place in your heart mm-hmm. and um, – pull at the heartstrings and and you can try your best to you know keep all your emotions in check but the reality is some places just uh are significant to you for different reasons but um this is definitely one of those places um you know that that's you know it's it's an emotional it's it's kind of a spiritual experience you know when you go out there and and uh i you know i've i've said it a, a million times you know like the crazy thing about doing this for a living is you, you, you walk out on stage and you don't know if there's going to be 10 people or a thousand people. And, but the chances are, you know, there's gonna be far more people out there that you don't know than you do know. Yeah. And the fact that those people spend their hard earned money to come hear you play in a place like Chicago, you know, I mean, I never in a million years thought being a country music singer, I was going to be playing country music in Chicago, you know, to the North. You just never think that. Do you ever think about uh, singing a song to Ed, dedicating a song to him? <laughs> Ed Joe's like this Saturday, yeah. closing out your show. Yeah. This is for you, this Ed. This is for you, Ed. <laughs> you know, I mean, I probably have um, <laughs> over the course of the years. Uh, maybe not, um, you know, I probably didn't announce it, but, uh, you know, I can remember, you know, we, we had to cancel a show before one of the times we played Joe's and, um, Ed had actually promoted a show up in Milwaukee and I, I'd had some voice problems and I spent the whole day in Chicago. We canceled Milwaukee. I spent the whole day in Chicago at a voice doctor and trying to get prepared to play. And I can remember I hadn't said a word all day long. And I got on stage about three songs in. I looked at Ed and I said, I think I'm going to be able to do what I, what I need to do tonight. So it was, that was one of those nights, you know, there's, there's been so many where there's been something significant that you remember about them but i remember that night just you know you worried about having to kind of get through it or kind of wing your way through it but i remember looking at him going hey you know this is one of those nights where the good lord's going to be with me 
Oh, that's well, nice. And David, you recently posted a story uh, or a, a post on your Instagram uh, <clears throat> telling the story about the first time you met Ed. Can you uh, can yeah. you share that story? Yeah, you know, I, I had gotten a call. I think it was like a Wednesday night from a buddy of mine. It was tour managing Billy Currington at the time. He's like, hey, man, Billy wants you to come out on the road this weekend. And and they were playing, uh, I'll never forget, it was uh, – Chicago, Kansas City, Omaha, Nebraska. And Chicago was the first night. And, you know, I was all jazzed up. It was my first time on a bus. And so I got up. And, and I had been to Chicago before, but um, it was just in passing. And so I was super jazzed up about, you know, I was going to go explore the city. So it was about 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. I woke up. I went to the front lounge, and no one was up. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> Okay. Uh, I guess I'm the rookie on the bus. So I sat up there for about 30 minutes. All of a sudden, I heard this knock on the door, and I didn't really know if I was even supposed to answer it, but I did. And lo and behold, you know, I didn't know at the time, but it was Ed, and he had this box of donuts. And he said, welcome to Chicago, and he just kind of waved. And I was like, thank you. You know, I didn't know if it was a fan. I didn't know who it was. And then later that that night, I I came to find out that it was, in fact, the owner. And, um, you know, it took – it didn't take long to figure out that that's, you know, it was little things like that that kind of are what separated it from a lot of other places. And, and there's a lot of places that are aware of Joe's and the, and the um, reputation that they have. And I've gotten asked a ton of times from different places like, hey, man, what is it about that place? Or we want to be the, the Joe's in Ohio or we want to be the Joe's in Nebraska. And, and I always tell people, I say, it's the little things, you know, just how you're treated, those those little tidbits, whether it's bringing a box of donuts or, um, you know, just whatever, you know, just little things that, that, that you know, especially at that level, you know, um, where maybe you know, you, know, you don't have like a full catered day. You know, I, I can remember Ed, there would be times where we'd have days off in Chicago and Ed would be like, hey, man, just come park the bus outside the place. And, yeah, that's uh, nice. And he'd feed us for free, and we weren't even playing there that night. So, like, oh, wow. you know, it's just little things like that where it sticks with it sticks with you, and and um, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are try to try to duplicate it, but you know, some people are just you know great at how they treat people, and and um, they just have a gift, and he certainly has it. He well, definitely does, David. He's we, a great guy. Yes, he's he definitely is. And David, we cannot wait for uh, the show Thir- uh, Saturday night. Joe's on weed. Uh, guys, go out and see David because David himself is a great guy. I think uh, I think we can all wax poetically about uh, about yourself, David. And we appreciate you taking the time to uh, hop on with us. And uh, yeah, we can't wait for it. It's Chicago week, baby. I mean, you you talked about it on your on your Instagram earlier this week. It's Chicago week. We are all hyped. We are stoked to get you up here, and uh, we're looking forward to it, man. Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate y'all taking the time to talk to me, and hope to see y'all Saturday night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.